Well, hello there. It's a Monday. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. Uh, actually, I'm on the road uh, part of this week. You are? Yeah, I'm in Boston right You're now. You're in Beantown. I'm in Bean. You know, why is it they call this Beantown? Yeah. Yet Chicago's the Windy City. Right. Should- no, Boston baked, <laughs> yeah. Boston baked beans. See, Boston they, baked beans. Boston baked beans. Yeah. True. Well, you, it would still be the windy city when you think about it. But. <laughs> that's true. Well, let's not think about it. <laughs> let's not. Anyway, a lot of things to talk about. A lot of things happen over the weekend. It always, mm-hmm. uh, always seems like the weekend is busy, uh, right. especially nowadays. You probably heard about this. Volodymyr Zelensky offered Joe Biden an, an opportunity. To come to the Ukraine, visit the Ukraine, because, you know, there's no better time than right now for him oh, to yes. visit the Ukraine. Springtime in the Ukraine 2022. <laughs> yes. oh. You know, it's funny. He tells he tells Joe, come on over, experience the Ukraine for yourself. And then, like in almost the same press conference, he says, by the way, uh, there's a good chance that Russia may n- use nuclear weapons. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's the news. You know, you hear everyone going, well, you know, Russia's getting her ass kicked over there, and all Vladimir's got <laughs> left is nukes. Well, maybe <laughs> that's all he's got left, and, you know, uh, he's got the limited range ones, too. Mm-hmm. And if I were sitting in his shoes, there would be no end game. I would just keep going, and I would use what was ever at my arm. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not cheering him on. I'm not his cheerleader. No, no, I know what you're saying. But he- I'm just saying... If this is a game of chess, and I'm 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 Vladimir in the game, yeah, you know, well, he's he's, he's there are no rules. They say he's gathering up his troops again for another major offensive, and I have a feeling that the first offensive he thought, well, we can just send in a few guys and clean that country up, and it didn't work. I have a feeling this time around it's going to be a massive, like a World War II type offensive. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. And, and when you look at the Ukraine, uh, I mean, there is the additive that uh, you can never anticipate people fighting for their homeland. Uh, just like if America were under siege uh, with the fact, and that was one thing Japan once said, you know, you attack that country and you mm-hmm. try to invade their homeland behind every blade of glass, of grass right. is a gun because we own guns here. Now, there are people that want to take them away, but that is one of the beauties of this country is that if push came to shove, you know, we're going to win that shove game. Uh, Jen Psaki said, we'd like to send him to the Ukraine. He'd like to go, but there's too much business here that needs his attention. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a brain transplant. You know, did you see him on Friday? He did, a, he did a, a speech, and after the speech was done, he's at the podium. He turns to his right. He extends his arm, and he shakes hand. With nothing. There's nothing there's no one there. He literally is standing at the podium shaking hands like this. Well, you know you know what? You know, think about it. That photo may come back and he may be shaking hands with somebody really important, though though chroma cue it, the green screen Yeah, that right. Is. That's true. You know, Photoshop it. Yeah, yeah. here's Brighton right now talking to someone. Actually, it's, it's come back it, in about six months. He's probably. Do you ever see the movie Harvey? You probably. Yeah, don't, I was yeah, just thinking the, the rabbit, six foot invisible rabbit. Yeah. Well, it is Easter weekend. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. He uh, was wanting some more eggs for his basket. That's yes. all. <laughs> oh, good to see you, Harvey. How are you? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, <clears throat> you give me some advice. So um, apparently, he's not going to go to the Ukraine anytime soon. 
And they're still, he's getting a lot of criticism now from people who are saying, well, why don't you just give him the Jets? Give him what he needs to win the war. Give him all the stuff you said you were going to give him that you haven't given him yet. I think you heard CNN say they wanted to give him F-35 F well, jets. Well, you know, the F-35, the uh, highly touted top-secret uh, U.S. jet. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not top-secret because we know it's there. But it's made for that kind of combat. Now, right. my, I ask you two questions. Number one, why are we involved in another police job? Because we are not the cops of the world. But we think we are. Mm -hmm. So, th th obviously, somebody's making money out of this. But then, two, why would we give them our best what yeah. is in it for us because oh yeah i forgot I, I i pardon me uh according to joe uh this is all vladimir's fault because of the invasion of the ukraine i didn't know that they had so much importance on the world in controlled food prices mm -hmm. housing prices interest rates just about everything that we consume and do uh, they pr probably the toilet paper to wipe our rear ends <laughs> comes from the ukraine the way joe talks. and the funny thing about it is bill uh, like three months ago, people didn't even know where the Ukraine was. It was that unimportant. Now it's it's of uh, the yeah, highest Zelensky importance. Is, he's like a P.T. Barnum with, you know, he's a comedian. He yeah. was a, a stage actor. Hey, you need to buy us a jet. Uh, we're doing a buy me a jet campaign. Buy me a jet. Hey, buy me a jet and you Who's could win. Is that, really, is that really a campaign they're doing? Buy me yeah, a jet? He's doing a buy me a jet thing, you know. No, Vladimir. I mean, uh, Voldemar. No, Voldemir. Yeah. Yes. Voldemar, yeah, pff, that's what his name is. <laughs> he is, uh, uh, you know, he's uh, an interesting character, you know, this guy Voldemir. You wonder where he came from. A lot of people question his background because, you know, his background was acting and entertainment. It wasn't politics. And they say that he was selected because of his charm and his charisma to be the next president. He wasn't selected because of his political uh, leanings. You know, it's interesting you say that because I was watching a story. Well, not watching. I watched a little video on it, but CNN had a hit piece on Fox. And the hit piece was, um, well, it was about gay marriage. I'm going through my notes here so I can find it here. Uh, it was a hit piece on uh, Roger Elders, who used to head up Fox. No, and, Roger Ailes. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, CNN, uh, what they reported was uh, an anchor there that said, she did a story back before in Massachusetts. They, um, they legalized same-sex marriage. So she found a couple. It was two women. They had a child. Mm -hmm. And so she did a story on, well, they were a family. And Roger came back and said, we pulled the story. Well, why'd you pull the story? Because you said they were a family. They're not a family. And, you know, she got, and CNN's, you know, going, oh, you want the real news, la, la, la. So they're doing a hit piece on it. And the reason that uh, Roger did it, he goes, it's all about the audience. It's what they want. Well, it is about the audience, and it is what the people want, and it's what they believe, not what you want to tell them to believe. And that's the difference between what Fox was and CNN is. We will tell you what to believe, and you better believe it. Well, this, is, is this is the reason why Fox has slipped a lot since Roger Ailes well, was forced out. Yeah. And when he was when he was forced out, he died about a year and a half later. But um, he was forced out with some accusations of a sexual impropriety with some of his staff members. You know, now isn't that always the case when you don't like somebody, you hit them with that because right. people go, oh, 
You know how many people have sexual uh, liaisons that shouldn't have them or are purported to? You know, that is the same, it is the same playbook over and over and over again. And if people would just sit there and wake up and take a look and watch, mm. it's the same story yep. over and over and but over the, again. The left, the left, you, Bill, the left uses that playbook constantly. They, well, ne they always go, the, they always go back to it. But you know, the thing is, they're not going to change. Maybe no, they'll change, maybe they'll change with this election because I think they're going to get hammered in November, like the, they haven't been hammered in a long time. It's going to be a bad election, if, if it's a fair election. If it's not a fair election, all bets are off. Yeah, there was, uh, there was a story about the, the Electoral College. They're worried about the Electoral College in 2024, that they've got to change the rules of engagement on that because Trump might win. In other words, you want to fix the, ele mm -hmm. the election because you already know the numbers are not in your favor right now. They've done all these mock models that no matter how you do it, Trump wins if he runs. Now, even if you're a Republican and you go, I don't like this guy, you were taught not to like him because that's what they do. They teach you. They teach America. Yeah, well, they tell you why but, he's a bad guy. He twitters. Yeah, they tell you why yeah. he's a bad, bad guy. They teach you uh, victimization. Uh, we do mm. that with everyone. I mean, there's another piece that I was going to talk about. We'll talk well, about it later. The thing is, you know, getting back to the, the elections in, in November. Right. Now they're talking about COVID coming back, all right? Now yeah. COVID is starting to become the topic in the news again. I have a uh, the guy who is the head of the Biden administration's uh, COVID task force. His name is Ashish Jha. He was asked, is it still as dangerous as it was before? And um, here was the answer he gave on uh, George Stephanopoulos' show. Is COVID still a crisis? It is still a real challenge for our country, right? I mean, if you look at this, uh, we still have lots of people getting infected. 400 Americans are still, four or 500 Americans are still dying every day of this virus. Uh, and we have seen pretty substantial evolution of this virus over time. So the pandemic is not over, uh, as much as we all wish it were. Um, we've, we're in much, much better shape than we were, but we've got to keep plugging away at managing this virus and getting it under better control so we can get back with, to our lives. It's just like they're they're setting it up again, like standby. The fall is going to be another interesting time for COVID. And look what's happening in China right now. Have you seen what they're doing to the people in Shanghai? Mm -hmm. They are locking them into their buildings, in some cases, sealing the doors with chains and padlocks and wells. Well, that's shelter in place. That You know what? That's oh, a that's body just, count. That's, that's locked in. Yeah, yeah, because they, you know, they used to do that. Uh, I used to live down in Charleston, West Virginia, and there were two places that they made this chemical that would just wipe out a population. It wasn't meant yeah. to do that. Uh, if you remember the Bhopal incident, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, what was it, DuPont or Union Carbide? It was DuPont, whatever. I think. I yeah. think it was DuPont. Or, or Union Carbide. Might be. Uh, either okay. way, yep. they still have to maintain the plant, by the way, in Charleston. Because the chemicals that they use there made got into the ground. And Monsanto was another one. They have to maintain the plants there forever because it's, uh, it's, it's like 25,000 years, the half-life. There were some so big lawsuits down there. There were some big lawsuits. Yeah, they, I, I had a former son-in-law that mm -hmm. actually had to go there. And all he had to do was go and he got you know, over 100K just to sit there and 
you know, check some valves and read some meters and sit there and sign off and sit in a chair. And that was his job. That was his job to maintain it. But anyway, they have this thing. There's still chlorine down there. They make the chlorine. Mm -hmm. I think the, uh, if, if the plant were to leak and explode, it would be, if the plant were to leak and explode, it's something like a, a 10 to 15 mile radius. That's the kill zone. Mm-hmm. So if there's a leak, they do what they call shelter in place. Mm-hmm. You shut the door, you take plastic, and you tape yourself inside. And see, they have a list of addresses. And they go through, okay, that's how they do their body count of the dead. Check out the videos from Shanghai. They are literally going around these guys in hazmat suits. The, the, they have police on the uh, their lapels, mm-hmm. so they are police. If someone test positive for COVID, they're not sending them back to a doctor. They're literally kidnapping them. They're disappearing the people who have COVID. Now, some people say they're being taken to clinics, but the, I don't know about that. The other family members, Bill, are hysterical because they, they know better. They know they're not going to clinics. They're going someplace else. Well, here's a conspiracy thing that I'm going to launch on you right now because of people that I talked to over the weekend for the holiday. You know, I had folks over on Saturday because I was traveling yesterday, and three people sat there and said, yeah, I got my third and my fourth shot. I got to tell you, uh, after each shot, I got sick. And, you know, the only thing that's happening now is I seem to have memory loss. Mm. Term memory loss. And I was going, I didn't want to tell them that I'm a non-vaxxer. I haven't been vaccinated. And um, now I'm going, wait a minute, I didn't ask this question. I didn't even bring it up. They were just sitting there lamenting, going, yeah, have you noticed? I, I'm forgetful about things. I can't remember. And I'm going like, well, for me, it's old age. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, that happens. them. That's happened. I have had the vaccine. I haven't had the third or the fourth. Don't I, get it. I had the first two when they said it was the important, the right thing to do. And I have noticed that I've been a bit more forgetful. And I, I too, like you, I, I blame it on age. I say, well, I'm getting to that age. But it would be interesting if it were some other reason. Oh, could you imagine the class action suit against the United States? Well, you can't do that with this vaccine. No, you yeah, you can't yeah. sue the government. But I'm just right. sitting there. I'm, uh, I'm wondering. It's just like when you do lockdowns and mandates. And we already know, thanks to Pisaki, that really we didn't have to do the distancing like they said or the mask because, well, the CDC says you got to be exposed uh, for a minimum of 15 minutes to pass the virus. Oh, so that means everything was, I shouldn't move away from this microphone. <laughs> everything that we were told was a blatant lie. And here they come again, and I forget the guy's name. I like him. Uh, Todd is his name from MSNBC. Uh, actually- uh, Chuck Todd. Yeah, Chuck he's pretty good. He's he's pretty good. He's a well. Liberal, I have but, a difference of opinion. We'll we'll, well agree but, but to disagree. He did come out. He did he did do the thing saying, okay, let's look at the COVID numbers. They say a new strain is out. That's really bad. He goes, but the reported hospital cases was like yeah, twelve hundred a week, where before it was in the hundreds of thousands. And what that's saying is, yeah, there's still a little bit of an uptick, but what you're seeing is this bar going down. The scale is going down. Do we need to sit there and lock down again like they're doing in Philly, like they're doing in China? Or Hmm. are we writing this thing out, but they don't want us to write it out? Because, number one, 
it behooves them to have us locked down. But think down about again. it, Bill. The thing is, the November election, right? If we're all yeah. locked in, if we're all, if we're all locked down in, you won't uh, see the steel. You won't. You exactly. You can mail in your vote, and that'll be fine. Thank you very much. And it'll be the same thing that happened in 2020. I keep saying this. They will only improve the process. The bad guys will have had two years to refine the process. So in in 2022, they'll be better at it. And when I hear people say, well, I can't wait till Trump comes around in 2024, I think, well, uh, they will only have had four years to perfect it. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, Democrats tout uh, we're a democracy. And the Republicans say, no, we're a republic. There is a difference uh, in the fact that uh, you're voting rights. A democracy, eh, it's privilege. You don't, they, they don't necessarily have to let you vote. They can appoint the people they want to power, and we have no say in it. A republic allows that vote. It is part of the mechanism. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, our democracy is under attack. No, democracy is attacking us. Well, if I, you look at it right. You can only hope that we're uh, assessing this wrong and that maybe the COVID uh, situation will only improve by the fall. But I, I have a feeling that you're going to hear people talking about uh, a rise in the COVID deaths over the summertime and that by September and October, they will be talking once again about masks and lockdowns and mandates. And it's not going to be a fun time because it worked for them the last time. It worked for them in 2021, in 2020 rather. So Mm. other thing that I wanted to point out today, ICE wasted nearly $17 million on hotel rooms for illegal immigrants. Oh, is that all? (laughs) $17 million of our money wasted. Not, we're not talking about the money that was spent properly. This was God knows what, maybe hotels that they didn't use, you know, Oh, they used them for something, let me tell you. That (laughs) money wasn't wasted in their mind. Trust (laughs) me, they're having a good time on our nickel. Uh, Our now. I I mentioned this on Friday, but it deserves mention again that they arrested five uh, child sex traffickers last week Mm -hmm. at the border. Five. And they know they were child sex traffickers because they had been deported before and they came back again. And they caught him again. Oh, yeah, and now if you come back, going through Texas, the way it's set up is that you get asylum. So you get instant citizenship. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Now let's get all more. Let's get more illegals pretty soon. They'll outnumber us. Now, another topic. Elon <laughs> Musk. Have you noticed how they have, they have so savagely attacked Elon Musk just because he wants to make Twitter fair? Well, number one, there was a group, an investment group, that came in and bought a few more shares so he's not the dominant stockholder. And he said, and then they said, oh, well, he didn't tell anybody who was going to do this. And he said, you know what? I put an offer out there at $43 a share. It still stands, but I want it put to the stockholders for a vote. And they're going, no, no, no. Five of the liberal media groups are attacking Elon Musk over this. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the liberals' interpretation of free speech. And that is net. He still is the top investor. The other group wants to do it, but they it's been the weekend. He couldn't buy the stock over the weekend. 
I thought they bought it on Friday because the news story said they did. If they did, well, maybe they did. I, I I heard he's still the dominant stockholder. I also heard that he's got a, a plan B, which may involve other investors, billionaires with like mind, who may raise the ante to six as much as sixty dollars a share. There's a big investment firm on Wall Street that said that it wasn't worth the $54 a share. It's worth more. But their selling price, their advice to their stockholders was to sell Twitter when it reaches $30 a share, meaning they were saying, okay, when Twitter gets to $30, sell it. But during this little thing with Elon Musk, they're saying, well, it's really worth more than $54 a share. It's nonsense. I think think he should get it. I don't know where he politically stands, but the one thing that I know about this guy, you know, he's in for a fight. You know, he's in for the, he he wants to do the right thing. He's a white hatter and he's going, no, even if you disagree with me, you have that freedom to do it and you should have the platform to sit there and say what you want to say. It doesn't matter your gender or anything. All of this is right. Just give the people their they're they're God-given and politically, constitutionally legal right. He said, and I'm paraphrasing him here, he said he wants Twitter to be a place where people who say things you don't like can get out there and say those things. And you know when you hear things you don't like on Twitter that it's a fair platform. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not always the things that you want to hear. You know what would be interesting? I was just thinking about the platform. I was thinking back. There used to AOL used to be the big thing. They have massive servers that are so big that a lot of it doesn't get used, and they'll rent out some of that space. But they used to do little communities, groups, and they didn't censor them. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they took that big, giant network and got back into the game. Well, people are saying if he doesn't buy Twitter... He has so much money. I mean, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he, for example, partner with uh, Truth Social and infuse a ton of cash into it, and bring mm-hmm. all of those people that follow him? He has millions of followers on uh, on Twitter. Elon Musk does eighty three million. They come over to him on Truth Social. You don't know what the the end game is here. They may have already assumed that they're going to be attacked. One thing I can tell you about Elon Musk followers they love this guy they love him and if if elon said you know i'm done with twitter there might be 83 million people that would say delete could you imagine if 83 million of your base followers you know just said twitter i'm done elon's done with you so am i that is the kind of base that he has. He's almost got a more powerful following, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. than Trump. He is that charismatic. He has followers. Well, Trump hasn't really, he has, even though he owns Truth Social, he hasn't, he hasn't pushed it. He hasn't pushed it, right. And they say it's because Truth Social is still in the startup phase and, and he doesn't want to make his big splash until all systems are go. There are still people waiting in line to get on True Social, and the reason why they're waiting is because they're vetting the people who are joining the uh, social network because they don't want bots. They don't want computer algorithms uh, being the people that they're lo- allowing on. They want real people with real opinions. I guess that's a big thing with, with the social networks. 
That is. Is these phony people, these computerized, quote, people. Have you ever noticed? Here's an experiment. Take your cell phone, don't use it, but leave it on. Just set it, you know, on the table where it's close to you. Have a conversation with somebody. Talk about something that you're interested in, a product you want to buy that you've never researched or anything. Talk about it and see if in the next day or two, you don't start getting ads. Oh, yeah. Pop up for that. Oh, sure. It's listening all the time. Now, if they can do that with the ads, what else are they How many times have you searched something on Amazon, for example? You search for whatever. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, you're on Facebook, and an ad will pop up for the item you were searching for on Amazon. It's because they check each other. Mm -hmm. They check your searches. So, oh, you were searching for a new microphone on Amazon? Well, here's a microphone. We can put this in front of your face. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like that, you wait a couple of days, another one will pop up. They'll keep throwing it at you, and you can go and turn that little device off, but somehow it still works. The Elon Musk thing is going to be interesting. This is, a, this is Monday, so I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of things uh, between now and Friday about uh, where this whole deal stands. Here's the problem, Bill. If they don't accept the 5420 that he offered per share, there are going to be thousands of stockholders who are going to be really, really angry. They're going to sue. They're going to sue Twitter because they didn't act in their best interest. But now here's an, uh, another interesting thought on that. With And this is a big story, the Elon Musk story. But it also serves as a distraction to the other stuff that is going on. And they're trying to quiet the news down. I saw an interesting thing about Omar, Representative Omar. Anyway, uh, she, apparently she was on a flight. And she said, yeah, she saw Christians singing songs and thought to herself, what would happen if a Muslim did that on a flight? Well, Omar, I, I'm happy to tell you that they have the freedom of religion, religion and to express it. You know, but this is not about that, Omar. She's a troublemaker. Yeah, this is about attacking... Right. Your, your religious rights, but all of our rights. You know, I, I said that uh, we're 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 teaching victimization. You uh, ever hear the story about here, Bill? That she she married her was it her brother? Yeah. To become an American citizen, she's not who she appears to be. She is somebody who should be getting down on her knees every day and thanking God she's in this country because I think she's from Somalia originally, right. and we all know that it's a there's a long, uh, a long way between Somalia and uh, living, you know, lifestyle and the U.S. lifestyle. She should you be know, very you, thankful. She comes you, over here and she wants to make this place Somalia. Right. You would think that she would be so grateful about the freedoms that you have here. You wouldn't want to change all of that, but we do. And it, it's about empowerment. Uh, my I, over the weekend, uh, my. Uh, my daughter-in-law was talking about when they were buying a house and going through in this woke world, and she goes, oh, well, this is the master bedroom. And the realtor said, well, we can't say that. What? Master bedroom. No, we can't say that. Amazing. You can't say that because it evokes racism with the slaves and the masters. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that. You can't offer a handicapped person. Um, uh, if you see a handicapped person, you can't offer them help because you're pointing out they're handicapped. Uh, but anything that is sexual, handicapped... What gender, do they call the master bedroom nowadays? 
Uh, this is the big bedroom. I don't know. They, nobody main, knows. The main, you can you can order. you call can you call a, a bathroom a men's room or a ladies' room? Oh no 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 no! You can't do that. That's been that's been a no no for a while. <laughs> I drink my coffee without cream, uh-huh. uh, but you don't drink it black. Uh huh. But you, can you can black. you say light and sweet? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. You know, <laughs> what can you can you not say? I have a question for you. 1890s. What were they called? They were called the gay 90s. That's what they were called. That was the era. You can literally point it out to the, the period between 1890 and 1899. Oh, that was, a, that was the 1890s. It was a great happy time. Wonderful time. Can you call it the gay 90s anymore? Not anymore. You know, that even into the 60s and maybe a little bit of the early 70s, it was still a phrase, a phrase that you would sit there and go, are you happy? Yeah, I'm a gay individual. You can't say that now no. because you're admitting well, something. How many times did you used to say things like, that was a very queer situation? Yeah. Queer meaning odd. You know, there was a radio station. Kid you not, you can look it up. And it was actually, uh, it was a smaller market station, but it was a good stepping stone station to get a gig at and work your way up. But if you had an air check from it today, you'd either keep it as a joke or throw it away because it was WGAY, gay radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm not laughing at the. No, the, I know. You're laughing at the how things have changed. How, yeah, how you know We've what, made uh, things awkward now. Yeah, you know, they've taken language and they've contorted it. I they, feel sorry for our children and our grandchildren. I really do. Well, you know what, though? They're growing up in this woke world, so they're kind of understanding the language better than we do. But they're going to change it again on them. Oh, and I when know. it changes again, I mean, we're being neutered, we're being corralled, well, we're being conditioned. They're commenting on the Elon Musk deal. Like, he wants free speech? And I think to myself, wait a second, all of our life, speech. since oh. 1776, we lived with free speech. You couldn't yell fire in a theater. That was different. There was a public safety issue there. But for the most part, you had free speech. And Not now they're no making more. it sound like it's uh, an unusual situation, and we're asking for a lot. Hey, I think we've gone on and on again, Bill. It's uh, it's a little yeah, it's, over our time limit here. It's funny because we said, well, what are we going to talk about today? We've done that a few shows in a row. It's just like talking right off the top. That's how intense the news is these oh, I know. days. It's what everybody's talking about everywhere. And even some people, I'm not going to call them liberals. I'm going to say them center-leaning Democrats. Democrats that have true American values. Nothing wrong with being a Democrat. It's being woke left or woke right. You know, there's common ground in each party. I would submit that they, we probably all should be independents and get rid of the parties altogether. No, you know, we, you know, you got the blue party and you got the red party. What color does that make? Purple. That's the purple party. We're purple. We're purple people. And there are purple people leaders out there. I, was, I knew you were going to go there. I knew that. <laughs> the old disc jockey in me. Hey, friend, uh, we should point out we have a number, 833-583-6060, if you yes. want to call and, and say hello, 833-583-6060. Or you can uh, simply email us, mail at itsanotherday.com. You have an opinion on any, anything that we just talked about. Call in the 833-583-6060 or email us, mail at itsanotherday.com and on Facebook, 
It's another day. That's the group. So either way, you'll even find us on Getter. We have a page there and a few other places. We're everywhere. Truth Social. We're in tr- also, yeah. um, we should point out that when you call in on the phone line, you're recorded. And when you're recorded, you give us permission to use that on our show, whatever you say, good or bad. Yeah, and you know what? If you say something derogatory about anybody, uh, we'll just delete that because if you want to, if you feel like so and so is a so and so, well, that's nice to hear, you know. But uh, I'm not going to get you in trouble. There's no so and so working here, sir. Have a nice day. Yeah, so and so. Yeah, we fired so and so for so and so. Hey, look at have a great day, my friend. Enjoy your uh, your little trip to uh, Bean Town, and we shall see you uh, again soon. All right, you have a good one. Out of here. Bye. So long. <laughs>